0: Hey, how you doing? This is Brandon Jones, author of the award-winning College Readiness 101 workbook series, here with the College Readiness 101 podcast. And today, I am continuing my student perspective. So we actually have a a special guest today. I'm very excited to have her here, Miss Genesis Velasco, who is a current college student at Boston University. Hey, Genesis, how you doing?
1: Hi, Brandon. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me today.
0: I'm so glad that you're here. So so for my listeners who are going to be uh, listening to this podcast, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: For sure. So my name is Genesis Velasco. Um, As you mentioned, I'm a current freshman at Boston University. I graduated from Mara High School in 2020, um, Mm -hmm. and I'm a health science major on the pre-med track.
0: Health science major. All right. And so you did say that you went to Mara High School. For a lot of people who know me, know that that is my alma mater. So I am absolutely excited to have a Mustang here. Um, thank you so much. So let's go ahead and begin. So the purpose of this podcast is to kind of provide some information for um, college-bound students and parents, kind of shorten their learning curve um, by talking with, uh, by listening to kind of the experience for those individuals who are a couple of steps ahead of them. So you say that you went to Boston. Um, how did you settle on Boston University as the college for you?
1: Um, so a lot went into settling with Boston University because previously my dream school was Emory. So, essentially, I had a lot of scholarship opportunities. Um, the main one that allowed me to settle to, for Boston was the Posse Scholarship Foundation. So this ended up being the program that would give me the most amount of money as well as the best resources out of all the other scholarship programs and universities that i was applying to they gave me um on camp they would give me on-campus support like a mentor and specific posse staff that would support me throughout my college journey as well as helping me with like internships jobs there was a huge posse network and even before i was able to go to campus I received the scholarship along with nine other students from Atlanta, and we participated in what was known as pre-collegiate training from January up until we actually went to college. So I was really thankful to be able to you know, talk to nine other students that were also from Atlanta that you know, had a similar background that I did. So when I got to campus, you know, I had that support system already. I'm also going to say that even though uh, BU wasn't my dream school initially, after researching more about BU and study abroad opportunities, employment opportunities, how amazing the location was, especially for, you know, a future medical student, we're near a whole bunch of different teaching hospitals and clinics and other facilities. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of other universities in the area. So networking and just collaborating with other college students was amazing. They had my major, which was health science that a lot of other universities didn't have and it was just overall, it ended up being the best fit for me without me realizing it in the beginning.
0: That's amazing. So, so, all right. So I got a couple of follow-up questions on that. So you, you talked about the Posse foundation, right. And the scholarships they provide. So a lot of families may not be familiar with, with Posse, right. And, um, you know, my foundation next step education, we are, um, a Posse nominator, right. We're a Posse nominating organization, but for those who don't, know about posse can you kind of share a little bit about what posse is about
1: yes of course so posse is a full tuition leadership scholarship the way that posse works is that it partners with certain um certain cities and students are allowed if they're allowed to choose one of approximately like five schools it varies on a state-by-state basis but they uh, market themselves as a uh, I guess selecting students that would typically be overseen by traditional scholarship programs or by traditional like college admissions programs. So it's different than an applic- than your standard like essay application process. You go through three interview stages. One is like a huge group interview, one of them is like a one-on-one interview, and the last one is a smaller group interview with representatives from the university. So it's quite frankly like any it's not like any other interview process that I've ever done before. I never knew whether or not I did well. It was It was really just a unique experience, but they're really big on just having a support system, being able to support you, make sure your parents are involved as well. They had frequent parent meetings. And as I mentioned, they just give you on campus and off campus support throughout every step of your journey.
0: Yeah, it's an amazing program. Um, When I first was starting Next Step Education, my assistant director, she was a Posse scholar from New York. And so it was really cool to kind of learn more about what Posse was doing and, and for those who aren't familiar, posse started as a, a student who kind of dropped out of school or left school and said, you know, I, I never would have would have dropped out if I had my posse with me. So that kind of lets you know the timing <laughs> of, of of that phrase, right, of, of when they were using the word posse. But the purpose is to send groups of students um, to colleges with as, as kind of like an internal network, you know, to increase. Um, retention rates to increase graduation rates and it's it's a really really good process if you can uh, become a posse scholar it is a phenomenal program so okay all right all right so so outside of posse genesis kind of tell me a little bit about your college preparatory process like what were you and your your parents and your family kind of what were y'all doing to prepare for college for you
1: Um, So to start, I'm a first-generation college student and a child of immigrants. Um, And the reason that I say that is because there wasn't a lot of support, I guess, that I received from my parents and my family because a lot of them didn't know what was going on. So a lot of this process I kind of navigated independently. Um, So the first thing that I did was I enrolled myself in this free mentoring platform called Matriculate, where I was able to receive a mentor who kind of knew? She already went through the process. She was, uh, I believe, she was a sophomore at Columbia University with my same major in a similar background. Okay. So the way that that program was formulated is there was like monthly tasks that you had to accomplish. And every time I would meet with her, she would say, "Hey, now's the time to apply for scholarships. I can review your essays. Now's the time to, you know, fill out your FAFSA and all these other." things. Um, I spent a lot of time on YouTube, like researching. Really? um, I did researching like other college students and what they wish they would have done differently. And, you know, just seeing what their college application process was like. Um, I applied to every university that would give me a fee waiver. I applied to all the big scholarship programs and all the small ones as well. I went to college um, college fairs such as the one hosted by Next Step Education. Yep,
0: you sure did. Yep.
1: I applied to a range of you know like safety schools, target schools, reach schools. I just I honestly just threw all my eggs out there and was like, okay, something has to stick.
0: Yeah, no. Well, you did the work, right? (laughs) And so I remember seeing you at some of our events, and I I always remembered you um, there. You were very um, uh, you participated a lot and. Uh, you were engaging and so if you were like that with next step education in our events um i know that you were like that with with other opportunities as well and so there's no surprise that you were accepted in the posse there's no surprise that you kind of received the scholarship that you received so so that's really good so so what i'm hearing from you is uh hey students do the work right (laughs) there's there's no excuse just do the work so, OK, that's amazing. So that's great advice um, that you kind of that you kind of shared with what you were able to do. Um, and, and that's a really, really good story, especially that you're saying that you, you might not have had that the experience your first generation student. Right. You might not have had the support or your parents may not have had that knowledge of what to do uh, because they had not gone through it themselves. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So now that you are are, are at Boston, you are a freshman right now. You are uh, we're in the spring, so you're you're, you're sophomore bound. Kind of tell me a little bit about what your experience has been like as a freshman. What is what was that like?
1: <laughs> it's been such a different experience it was a huge culture shock at first moving here it's been cold it's been it's been more difficult than i anticipated it being if i'm being super honest the science classes have really been kicking my butt you know i was a 4.0 student and coming here i lost that 4.0 immediately um Mm -hmm. social interactions especially due to you know covid has been a bit more difficult um it has been a bit more difficult i guess um classes i guess the structure of the classes are a lot more different than what they were in high school there's like more discussion sections and there's obviously the big lecture classes but there's also a lot of really really small classes where you really get to know your professor Um, i basically live in the library that's my second home Um, i study so much more because there's a lot less assignments but a lot more exams and things so i have really had to relearn how to study because apparently i didn't know how to study
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, just to change up your study skills, right?
1: I don't know for sure, and I feel like because I was always labeled as I guess like a gifted student in honors and a p classes, and I never really had to study, but as soon as I got here, it was like a cold slap in the face, like, no, you don't know how to study, you need to unlearn all your bad habits, and you need to start you know creating a consistent study schedule
0: so so that's true, so i I would say I'm in a position where I did not have. Uh, the rigors of the of of the courses that you would be taking, right? So I know that you're on a pre-med track. Um, you actually have to keep a certain GPA to get into certain programs you know later on. So I know that you are taking it very seriously um, and you're gonna have a lot of classes that are going to be a, a lot more difficult than than other students, right? So um, so that time management has probably been one of the biggest things for you uh, right now, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So so now that you're uh uh on campus and you are actually in Boston and we've had some really big storms, I've seen <laughs> I've seen these storms coming through. It's been a really cold winter. Um and it's been cold here in Atlanta, so I can only imagine what it's like in, you know, up there where you are, right? Um in, in, in New England. So um what has been kind of the biggest shock to you? Um, since you're in college, like socially, what is it? What is it like, you know, in your dorm or like in the cafeteria or socially? Just period. What what has that been like for you up there for on your social aspects?
1: Um, it was a huge shock because you know I'm from Clayton County. I feel like everybody, not everybody, but like most people in Clayton County are typically around the same social economics status. Everybody's like people of color, and here you can really tell how different people are. Like there's you know. Students that have went to private schools their whole lives, students that are like, oh, my parents are disappointed in me for going to BU because they both graduated from Harvard or, oh, my parents are doctors and lawyers and things. And so it's really different. I feel like imposter syndrome was a really big thing that I had to experience because I mm-hmm. felt like I was so different from all the other students. And they all seemed so much more qualified and like they had so many more uh, resources. So I was like, do I do I deserve to be here? You know, like I look different. I have a different background than all the other students here. So that was um, initially difficult to navigate, but thankfully I was able to find on-campus clubs and other, you know, resources of people that look like me and that had similar experiences for me. So it really helped me make this really big and, you know, daunting university seem a lot smaller and kind of like a second home.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And one of the big things is that um, there are, you're, you gone, like you're, you're in new England. Right. And so you are not a drive away, you know, from Atlanta. And so you, are spreading your wings, right. Um, there are a lot of students who may, um, not want to go as far as what you, that as what you've gone. Um, has that had any effect on you? Do you, did you feel that you were, were homesick? Did you feel that you were too far away? What did you have that? you You may or may not have had that.
1: Um, I'm going to say yes and no to that I feel like my parents felt that more than I did but I purposely chose BU for that reason because you know in addition to transitioning to college I'm transitioning into adulthood and I felt as though if I would have stayed in state or a lot closer I in a sense wouldn't have been able to solve problems on my own I would have been like asking my parents and my family for more help and more support but I really felt like I wanted to you know open that new chapter of independence and even if I struggled even if I made mistakes I wanted to be able to navigate that independently so I could learn from them and in addition you know I just I wanted to start you know my new path my new journey I wanted to get out of you know Atlanta and be able to explore different things and even though I did struggle at first And I did feel homesick at first. Right now, I feel like I've adjusted really well. My biggest quote unquote like homesickness is missing the food because the food here doesn't compare (laughs) to the food back home. I don't know if it's just that the food doesn't have seasoning here or it's because I'm from the South. (laughs) I've had to invest a lot of money in seasoning in order to spice up this food.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Well, you know what? There's nothing like a home-cooked meal uh, from from home, right? From home. like right? There's something about that that just kind of just, it, it, it mellows you out. And it, it makes you feel comfortable. So that, exactly. that's very really interesting to hear you say that. So, so I have one more question for you. I'm actually asking all of the students uh, who are participating in this series is kind of, what advice would you give, you know, a, a current high school student who is Um, preparing for college, you know, they're they're going through the process, they're they're visiting colleges, they're going to the college fairs, they're trying to get their GPA up. Kind of what advice, is there anything that you would kind of tell them um, that you've learned through your process?
1: Absolutely. So number one, start early. I feel like I started very late in my process, and I was scrambling to do things, and I felt like I didn't have time to make mistakes. So I would have felt more comfortable if I were able to start early, if I was able to also get a mentor. I feel like the mentor was the biggest part that you know helped me in my process especially because she was a college student and she had just been through the process i personally feel like there's a huge difference between having a college student be a mentor versus somebody that is you know like a lot older and hasn't been through the process recently because some things do tend to change and i was thankful to have a mentor that was in my same major so she helped guide me you know onto the things that i should be looking at in terms yeah, of like, really choosing cool. a
0: college yeah, it's um, really cool that you got that. All right, go ahead.
1: I was also going to say um, it's super important to take advantage of free resources Um There's so many resources out there that I didn't even know about, but I would spend like hours researching college prep resources and things. And there's literally so much out there. If one thing doesn't work for you, then, you know, you could do another thing. I know a lot of people complain, not complain, but have difficulties, I guess, um, touring colleges because of the costs of, you know, like flying out there and staying there. But I participated in a few fly-in programs where I would get an all expenses paid trip to the college and I would be able to live there and talk to on-campus students and talk to financial aid and advisors and things. So I felt like those experiences um, really helped me because I would not have been able to afford a college tour if that wasn't the case. So there's definitely resources out there. I would take advantage of as many as you, know, you can. I would get a mentor and I would start early so you have time to make mistakes, to struggle, to you know, learn more about yourself and not have to rush throughout the process because it is a really daunting process since you're essentially planning out the next two to four years of your life.
0: Yeah. 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 That is amazing advice. And I'm, I'm hoping that, um, uh, you know, students and parents who are going to be listening to take that to heart and kind of, and kind of change uh, and make the impact uh, that you're, that you're talking about in their college preparatory process. So no, I really appreciate you spending, you know, a few moments with me and, and kind of sharing, uh, your advice uh, for these families because you are a few steps ahead of them. So thank you so much for being a part of this podcast today.
1: No problem. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you. Thank you. So if you like what you're hearing and you want to learn more, you can subscribe to this podcast or follow me on my social media platforms at college readiness one-on-one on Instagram and Facebook. And if you are looking to gather more information and you need resources in your college preparatory process, you can visit my website collegereadiness101.com and you can find out more information about the college readiness 101 workbook series, uh the college bound parent mini series and the college bound grade level kits. So thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time.